And you're listening to CITR Radio, FM 102, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. And it's time right now for the Nardwar, the human serviette radio show. You just heard right there from Portland, Oregon, 1983, the rats with broken wire telephone. Today on the Nardwar, the human serviette radio show, an interview with, from Portland, Oregon, Sleater Kinney. Sleater Kinney on the Nardwar, the human serviette radio show. As I mentioned, heard the rats right there with broken wire telephone. The rats featuring Fred Cole and Tootie Cole. And this is from 1983 from the rats release in a desperate Red. Right now, gonna play some more Fred Cole related music. Gonna play something by his first band, The Weeds. And we're gonna hear the song, It's My Time, It's Your Time from 1966 on the Teen Beat label out of Las Vegas. And these guys eventually morphed into the Lollipop Shop. But this is some early, early, early Fred Cole. And of course, later on, he went on to the Rats. And also he did Zipper. And he did Dead Moon. And he did Pierced Arrows. Great Portland rock and roll. So right now, from 1966, here's Fred Cole in the weeds with It's Your Time. And then coming up in a little bit, an interview with... Sleater Kinney on the Nardwar the Human Serviette Radio Show.
line I seen my share of killing and I seen my share of crime It took me 20 years to find out though It ain't what you got baby, it's who you know I wanna testify I wanna testify I wanna raise my head high and reach to the sky Before I go I wanna testify The Lord protects the drunk, and the Lord protects the fool. Oh, we were born to live, yet we all must die. But before I go, I want to testify.
And you're still listening to the Nardwar, the human serviette radio show on CITR Radio. And you just heard right there from 1992, Crevice with Going to Hell on the Nardwar, the human serviette radio show, preparing you for an interview with... Sleater Kinney. So that was from a split seven inch with Mechanormal released on Sub Pop, the Sub Pop Singles Club edition of 3500. Released in April 1992, we heard Crevice from Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada with Going to Hell. And before that, from a split 7-inch with the Sonics, we heard Mudhoney with Like It Small. And that was from a record record store day thingy. And before that, we heard Beauregard with Testify. And Beauregard is a wrestler from Portland, Oregon, and released this proto-punk gem in 71 with the help of Greg Sage of the Wipers on guitar. Yes, very early Greg Sage on guitar, pre-Wipers, playing on that amazing track, Testify, by Beauregard, and he was an actual wrestler doing actual amazing music. And before that, from Portland, Oregon, too, by that matter, for that matter, and Mudhoney, of course, from Seattle, Washington. And before that, also from Portland, Oregon, The Weeds with It's Your Time. And coming up right now on the Nardwar to Human Serviette radio show, an interview with Sleater Kinney. And to prepare you for Sleater Kinney, going to play something as well. All this is in preparation for Sleater Kinney. We're going to play something by Courtney Love. Courtney Love, the band. Yes, Courtney Love, the band. Not Courtney Love, the person. Courtney Love, the band, featuring Pat Malley and Lois Mafio from Olympia, Washington. And we're going to hear right now, Hey, Antoinette. And then we're going to hear an interview with Sleater Kinney on the Nardwar, the human serviette radio show. So here right now is Courtney Love, the band featuring Pat Malley from Yo-Yo Studios and Lois Mafio, the amazing Lois Mafio. Hey, Antoinette! Hey there, hey Antoinette, heavenly hang of the hot rod set. Bow break, when you go by, it's raining boys from the clear blue. Taking you up on a soccer bat I know it's not the same Everyone calls you by your own Look up her dress 
Who are you? Corin Tucker of Slater Kinney. And Corin, who'd you have beside you? This is Carrie Brownstein. You might know her from our band or from television. Hi, I'm Carrie. And on the right, we have the fabulous Janet Weiss, musician extraordinaire, drummer. I'm the drummer. Welcome back to Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. Thank you. Because this is not the first time we've talked, is it? No, we talked back in 1999. 16 years ago. Yes. Now, what do you guys remember about 16 years ago, our interview? I remember there was a vehicle involved, Nardwar. A dune buggy? Yes, we were uh, riding around in a dune buggy. And for purists, Sleater Kinney purists, because there's a lot of Sleater Kinney purists out there. Right. They might have noticed you wearing some amazing outfits. Nardwar, I still have your jumpsuit. It's in my closet, and I really apologize. I never gave the jumpsuit back. And this is important to tell the people. Those were my outfits. I was the stylist. Remember, I sent mine back to you years later. So if we reference the photo or the pictures of you guys and me together in 1999, you're wearing some amazing outfits styliced by... Nardwar. Nardwar, the human serviette. And Janet, you kept the outfit... I kept it, yes. And for all these years, I've been asking you to give it back to me. You have indeed. Every time I've seen you, you've asked me to give it back. And is it here today? It is not. So you can't wear it? I cannot wear it. However, I still have the outfits for Carrie and Corin. Do you think you guys can fit into these to recreate what we had, the magic we had together in 1999? I love the jumpsuit. It just, it just happened. We are straight back into 1999. Yes, we are. Nardwar to Human Serviette approved outfits, Janet. Except for me. I get to stay in the present. We still have the toque, though, for you, Janet. There we go. The Expo 86 toque that you wore. Is this the same one? It is the exact same toque preserved in Nardwar archives for Sleater Kinney. So the reunion continues. It's a little smelly. <laughs> it's like a little musty smelling. I love mine. I I would. I think I could wear it out. And so you feel that after all these years, finally it's come into style. The jumpsuit is now very, very stylish. And Janet, you borrowed it, but did you ever wear the jumpsuit? I've worn it ever since every day. A baboon. <laughs> baboon. Thank you again for braving the smells and the years for trying to recreate. We're missing the dune buggy. It couldn't make it here today, but we'll do it again in another 16 years. <laughs> Hopefully. And Slater Kinney, a new... Wave. A new wave. Do you know what's going on? Do you know what's out there? Have you guys seen what is going on here? What they have? They have new wave cars. Oh, I love it. New wave cars. Like nostalgia is going everywhere. We have new wave cars, toys, and they also have, check this out, they have hip hop cars. Ooh. Like, since you've been away, a lot of nostalgia's been happening. I can't believe what's been happening since we've been gone. And Slater Kinney, to welcome you back, look what we have even more. Grunge. Grunge. I'm going to ride that down to Seattle tonight. I'm going to get inside that. Why is a pickup truck grunge? I'm not sure, but it's amazing. New Wave, because you have a song called A New Wave. We should reference that. Yeah, we do. And grunge. You guys are grunge. Yep. And you guys are hip-hop. Yes. Yes. And the nostalgia is just going crazy. The nostalgia is going crazy. Check out what they've had since you guys have been away. The Kurt Cobain doll. Oh, my God. Let me tech him. Wow. Tech him. Help him out. Look, I keep saying you've been away. You have been away for a little while. 
Yes, we have. So have you noticed these big changes, these weird nostalgia things that are going on? Yes. Uh, yes. <laughs> yes. Yes, the approval is there. So there we have a Kurt Cobain doll. Some it's freaking me out, this doll. This, oh, it's not working, though. How does it? Maybe there's no batteries? I disconnected it because I thought you wouldn't want to hear any Nirvana. Oh, no. But apparently if you push a button, it plays some Kurt. And we have the hip-hop card, the grunge card, the new wave card in honor of Sleater Kinney. And lastly, I have a gift for you guys to welcome Sleater Kinney back. And it's in this towel right here. This is in the towel. A little gift for you to welcome you back. Vancouver. It's where we are. And opening it, it's Mark Arm. Fantastic. A Mark Arm throbblehead. That's amazing. Your label mate. He looks great. Yeah. I love his bangs. Yeah, what can you say about Mark Arm, your label mate? Shredder. Singer. Icon. Bobbleheader. Woo, 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 woo. Welcome back, Sleater Kinney. Thank you. I was thinking also, Bellingham, Washington. Thank you, Bellingham, Washington. Love Bellingham. Isn't that where you met Carrie? It is. Show off gallery. Yeah. Could you explain about that? And that gig was actually documented by the New York Times? LA Times, I think. Yeah. Uh, it was a Heavens to Betsy show. With Mecca Normal. And, and, and Bikini. No. No? And Bikini Kill. But Bikini Kill canceled. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Played the show. And this young, young girl came up to me after the show and said, Hi. My name's Carrie Brownstein. I'd like to find out more information about Riot Girl. No, I said, I think I'm going to move out of Bellingham. Should I move to Olympia? And you said yes. And then I gave you my dad's address. Because I was like, you know what? Don't write to me in Bellingham. Write to me in Redmond. And I moved back to Redmond. That's true. Bellingham, Washington. Very close to Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. Thank you, Bellingham, for Sleater Kinney. (laughs) Yes. And also, it's very important, Vancouver. You're very good at running in your PJs at 6 a.m. in the morning in Vancouver. I am. That was a very memorable experience. What happened? So, it was on... We played here... It must have been the One Beat Tour. I can't remember the venue that we played at, but I brought my son and the nanny with me. And my son woke up. We played the show. The nanny was out, like, just passed out, fast asleep. My son woke up at, like six in the morning like mom I'm hungry and I just was like I gotta go get him some food so in my pajamas ran to the 7-eleven in the middle of like Vancouver downtown grabbed I think chocolate milk and a donut sounds amazing (laughs) just best mom ever and um this corn tucker in action (laughs) she's amazing I did feed him and we all went back to sleep so it's a happy ending Thank you, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. And she overslept and we missed the show. No, just kidding. We didn't even know. We had no idea that she superheroed in the middle of the night. So, Bellingham, Washington, Vancouver, but also Vancouver Lara V guitars. Love them. They helped power you, didn't they? Yes, yes. I love my Lara V and it's a beautiful guitar. I think there's so many connections and you mentioned them earlier. What can you say to the people about the mechanormal crevice connection to Sleater Kinney? One of the most inspiring um, combos, one of the two of the most inspiring bands that I've ever known are Canadian bands. Mecha Normal, incredible. Gene Smith, um, lyrics inspired me at a young age. And Crevice, all girl guitar band. You can see them kind of on the back yeah. there. 
Yeah. Let's let's see that. Let's yeah. All these ladies playing guitar all on stage at the same time. Amazing. And David Lester, also an incredible guitarist. And they did have a male drummer, Kevin. Yeah. Token. As Janet helped point out with the Mark Arm. <laughs> Bobblehead. Throbble. Throbblehead. It's a bobblehead, too, though. And Carrie, the last time I talked to you, you told me you had never, ever played Spokane, Washington. That's true, but now we have. I think that's incredible. Always up for new things. What was that like, Spokane? Why did you choose Spokane? Was it the Nardwar to Human Serviette interview with Wild Flag from 1922? Yes, from 1922. Um, Well, I think we just wanted to start the tour, you know, somewhere a little off the beaten path, give us time to warm up. So we started in Spokane. Janet, are any looky-loos coming out to this gig? Tonight? Probably, yes. What are looky-loos? Could you explain? What are looky-loos? Do you call them looky-loos? Because we call them looky-loos, or do you get that from us? You call them looky-loos. Looky-loos. Looky-loos are people coming to the show who maybe have never heard the music, just maybe read our name, our strange name, several times in certain publications, and they think, oh, we heard this band was good, and we're going to go check it out. Those are looky-loos. Janet, the first kick you saw was David Bowie. That's true, yes. I was wondering, what about local gig, like local L.A. gig? Because he lives in L.A. What was the first local band you saw? Possibly X. What do you remember about that? That they were incredibly great. High energy, so cool. It didn't make me think I could be in a band because they were so cool. And they looked amazing. And their lyrics were great. But kind of scary, too. And you are Janet... Weiss? Not related to Heidi... Fleiss. But we did go to the same school. Yeah, what's the connection there? We went to grade school together. The f- I went to school several Fleisses, but Heidi, uh, Heidi is, Amy Fleiss is really my age, but her sister Heidi, who everybody knows, um, is a little bit younger than us. Do you remember them organizing stuff in high school at all? I remember she flipped a Jeep once and her sister actually got kind of injured. She was driving a Jeep? Heidi was driving Jeep, yeah, and she maybe isn't the best driver. Well, in honor of your flicing and weising, I have a gift for you right here, Janet. It is a John Coltrane LP. Nice. Featuring your favorite drummer, Elvin Jones. What can you say to the people about Elvin Jones? Japanese issue, too, as well. Amazing. Elvin Jones drops bombs. That's what kind of drummer he is. But not bombs in your pants, like the real bombs. Those too. <laughs> he causes people to drop those. And Carrie from Sleater Kinder, you telemarketed vacuum cleaners? Mm-hmm. Air filtration systems. Do you remember the line you used at all? Uh, no, but I do remember that we called them air filtration systems, not vacuums. <laughs> Essentially, they were just vacuums, but we called them air filtration systems. It was a big scam, I think. Um, has Carrie used any of that negotiation skills in Sleater Kinney at all, Corin? All the time. <laughs> like, what's an example of that? I would say every day. I would say Soundcheck Today was a good example of that because we were arguing about which songs we're going to do. And, and I was like, if you do the song, you can get Enter to Win a timeshare condo in Florida. And you guys were like, okay. That's true. And Carrie, you sang some songs outside of Glenn Danzig's house? That's true. Could you explain, please? That sounds pretty interesting. Not in his house, but outside his house. Uh, I was with Fred Armisen and our friend Molly, and she was she wanted us to sing. Um, we went out, we went to Glenn Danzig's house in Los Angeles, and I sang the lyrics to um, "Bullet" acapella. And did he come out and join you? He did not. 
Well, I'd like to help link you to that gentleman right here by giving you the 256-page love story of Henry Rollins and... Glenn Danzig. Forever and ever. Wow, this is great. Do you have this? I don't, but I've seen some of these cartoons online, um, and I think... I would I definitely in terms of fan fiction I think this is right the apex of it right here what sort of influences the Rollins to Slater Kinney uh, you know we were on his show the Henry Rollins show and he was very kind to us and very um, encouraging he danced while we played he was, he was very complimentary it was nice on tour you guys had an all-girl mosh pit in Amsterdam yeah, it was pretty crazy. It was very fun. It was lighthearted. Has that happened before? No, we've had some mosh pits on this tour, but that was predominantly women in Amsterdam. The crowds uh, are pretty mixed evenly, but that was really, they, they were the ones that started it, and they made it really rowdy. Do you remember any all-girl mosh pits from way back in the day? You hate that expression. Mm, yes, I do. But I think it was in Atlanta, and several of the people didn't have their shirts on. It's true. That's a real mosh pit. Did you make them take off their shirts? No, they just were inspired. Because you've seen that, bands asking people to be nude. Have you guys had that before? No, it's voluntary always with us. Like you've never been to a gig where the band says everybody take off their clothes? No. Except for that one song. It's getting hot in here. So that's the closest you've got to... What's the closest you've got to being naked, and what's the closest the audience has got being naked? I have never been naked on stage. shirt is maybe the closest. Oh, yeah, I have a shirt that came unbuttoned a little bit. But I would not call that that naked. And then the crowd has taken off their tops a few times. Yeah. I would say also at Ladyfest in Olympia, there was some nudity. You have not aged. What, how do you do that? Well, we're all preserved, aren't we? All together. Let's go back to 1999. Thank you for helping us relive 1999 here. You guys are all dressed up except Janet in our actual stuff. But it's incredible. Thank you for wearing that. And how does it feel like after you've worn it for this long? I'm a little warm now. Yeah. It's a little it actually. Breathe. It doesn't breathe. I'm going to take it off. I want to also ask you guys, Sleater Kinney, about this important band right here, Calamity Jane and also Rock and Rod and the Strychnines. What gives you the importance of Calamity Jane? Calamity Jane were one of my favorite bands in the 90s. And um, I just saw Gilly last night at our show. So it was really fun to see her. They did a reunion a couple years ago that I went to that was amazing. So, And you did a documentary on them too. Yeah. I, well, I interviewed them when I was a student at Evergreen for my <clears throat> documentary on girl bands and Riot Girl. And if we turn it over, we have Rock and Rod and the Strychnines here. And you guys are connected to Rock and Rod and the Strychnines. Did you know that? No. How's that? You're connected because Kurt Flansburg is in that band. And Kurt Flansburg was also in the band Danger... Mouse? Danger Mouse! Really? Featuring... I have no idea. Oh, Donna Drush. And John Goodmanson. John Goodmanson! Yeah, that's who's, funny. Small world. Who's very important, isn't he? He's yeah. very important. Like, thank you, John Goodmanson. Thank you, John Goodmanson. In fact, if we pan over right now, who do we see over there that's a, a direct result of John Goodmanson? That's Katie Harkin. Let's bring her over here for a second. Come on, Katie. Come over here for a second. Yeah, Who is Katie Harkin? She is our British multi, is what we call her. 
And I brought in the word John Goodmanson. Is that important? It's very important. So how did you get linked up with Sleater Kinney? Uh, well, when I had the opportunity to make records, I made them with John Goodmanson because it's Lady Kinney. And then the universe folded in on itself, and here I am. Could you please describe the members of Sleater Kinney, if you could, please? Uh, like start, let's start with Janet right here. Tell us a bit about Janet. Um, Janet has taught me a lot about tambourine, a whole lot about tambourine. And how about Carrie? Carrie is the... Uh, Carrie was my roomie when we were rehearsing. Uh, she kept me in the attic. And Corin? And Corin looks resplendent in the orange, and I hope that she wears it on stage tonight. <laughs> How do you know she won't? Because I know her. And also, I was curious, lastly here, Katie, Marky Ramon's snare drum. Pardon? That's important. Marky Ramon's snare drum. Very important. Didn't you have that with John Goodmanson? I did have that with John Goodmanson. I forgot about that. Yeah, it was on our first record, I think. It's good to have you around as my memory. Well, you're Katie. Harkin. And at that time in Sky. Larkin. And to welcome you to Sleater Kinney, I have a parting gift for you right here, Katie. We have a Dilla Donuts t-shirt for you to wear on stage. Awesome. Thank you so much. That's brilliant. Thanks, Nadwa. Well, thanks so much, Katie, and do do the loot do. Do do. And Carrie, I want to also ask you about this record right here, Courtney Love. Could you please explain it, Courtney Love? Uh, it's a band with um, Lois Maffeo and Pat Malley. Maley. I never knew how to pronounce Malley. it. Malley. I love that though, Courtney Love, but not Courtney Love. Right. They had a band called Courtney Love. Thank you, Portlandia. Thank you, Portlandia. Portlandia helped you out. It did. Yeah. It helped us because we were watching Portlandia and hanging out when we talked about, hmm, should we play music together again? No, Portlandia lent you a video camera. Did it? Did it? For a video. What video? Oh, for Corin Tucker Band. Yes. And also the incredible Bryce. He shot it. You did a Corin Tucker Band video and it was a tribute. And I have a gift here for you, Corin. Wow. X-ray specs. So I have an X-ray specs pink vinyl seven-incher for you. Gosh, thank you so much. We can tell the people about that Corn Tucker video because it's pretty amazing. You are Polly in the video. What can you say about that and X-ray specs? Well, it was. I have to credit Alicia Rose who directed the video. It was all her idea. Miss Murgatroyd. Yes, Miss Murgatroyd. And um, she just had this incredible vision of of recreating the X-ray specs, and so I was polystyrene for a day, and it was a total honor. And that's about Nescoin. What is Nescoin and Spando Ballet? Nescoin is a tiny, tiny town on the Oregon coast where I spent some of my youth. And um, I listened to a lot of Spandau Ballet at the time. And that's what the video kind of was about. Yes. Well, it's, it's kind of about, um, you know, daydreaming when you're a teenager as to what your life is going to be like and what that could mean, I guess. There was a Corin Tucker tribute night in San Francisco. I heard about it via social media, yes. What would a Corin Tucker tribute night consist of? A lot of people trying to sing like Corin Tucker? I, yeah, that's a bet. <laughs> I think it was a drag night, which is amazing and such an honor. An important date I wanted to bring up to you guys. 
Sunday, September the 21st, 1997. Okay. All right. In Vancouver. Washington. At the Web Cafe. Drawing a blank. An important date for me, Nardwara to Human Serviette, because my band, The Evaporators, got to open for... Slater Kinney? At the Web Cafe. We love that, the Web Cafe. I don't remember the Web Cafe. Remember the Starfish Room? In 1997, we got to open up for Slater Kinney, and Lady Deathstrike was there to write a review. Wow. And this is what Lady Deathstrike said in Discorder Magazine. Quote, the evaporators did not upstage Sleater Kinney. Thank goodness. Wiener Schnitzel can't upstage vegetarian chili. That was the review. Wow. Wow. And I remember that night I actually said to you guys, do you want to come to the Tomahawk Barbecue in North Van and have some mixed grill and have some meat? And you said... No, thank you. And you went to the... Sushi bar? The Nom in Vancouver. Shame on us. And because you said no, Carrie, I went to the Tomahawk and had the mixed grill, which I never had before. I downed myself in meat. I'm so sorry. But I wasn't upset because you guys actually got the evaporators to open for you as well on New Year's Eve 1997 at the Capitol Theater back Stage with special guest Calvin Johnson singing Rock Lobster. Yes, in his underwear <laughs> in a baboon. <laughs> that was an amazing moment, and I think it's so. He swears that they were boxers, but they were underwear, or he swears it was a bathing suit, but they're boxers. And you can actually see it on YouTube. It is there. Yes. But what I think is really amazing is Rock Lobster. You met a Rock Lobster. It all comes around. You met a Rock Lobster. Yes, we met Cindy Wilson. I mean, that's incredible. Did you ever think that that would happen? No. I'm so thrilled. It was awesome. And that was in Atlanta. A bit more background on that quickly, Carrie, winding up here. Uh, some, some people reached out to us on Twitter and said, hey, Cindy Wilson wants to come to your show. And then uh, I replied. I said, we'd love to meet her. We're all huge fans. And they said, well, we don't know if she's coming because it is her and her husband's 30th anniversary. And they ended up spending their 30th anniversary at the Slater Kinney Show in Atlanta with their two awesome children. And it was really an honor to have them there. And all goes back to the evaporators and here's Eve. That's right. right. If you didn't do Rock Lobster, you'd never have been so excited. That's right. That's right. Quote, we want to rule the world. Corin Tucker to Punk Planet magazine, the year 2000. Wow. <laughs> so how's it going? It's going good. Do you remember that at all? Do you remember these old quotes? Rule the world. I think that, um, yeah, I think that that feeling when you're a young band is is you do want to just change everything. Rule the world a little bit. Portlandia. Yeah? Have you ever thought about getting Greg Sage into Portlandia? No, we haven't, but that's a good idea. Because he's a legend. Are you guys aware of his early proto-punk work with Beauregard, the wrestler from 1971? No, never heard of it. An important fellow, Mr. Beauregard, with Greg Sage on guitar from 1971, testify, Rockin' Portland Rock. Wow. And you're qualified to answer about Portland Rock, aren't you guys? Because you are, I can say you're from Portland, right? Yes. 
And I would like to bring it back to Portland, winding up here. What can you tell the people about the rats and the weeds? This is the Fred Cole band before Dead Moon. I think both of them are in it, but that's a good uh, punk record. Fred Cole, the legend. Absolutely. And Fred Cole's earlier band as well, the weeds, that turn into the lollipop shop. He's Portland's finest. Have you guys ever played with the Dead Moon? I don't know if we have. I've, seen, crazy, them. I've seen them many times, but I don't know if we've played. How about the gig last night? Did a lot of Portlanders come by that say that they should have opened for the gig? How did that go last night? Last night was great. Yes, uh, there were a lot of people, uh, past, present, and hopefully future, to talk to. I felt like I talked to everyone in my whole life last night. Janet, maybe you can answer this question. Roger Newsick. Do you remember Roger Newsick at all? I remember Roger Newsick, yes. I think we played the very first AIM Fest with Roger Newsick, the alternative independent music festival held under the Hawthorne Bridge. What do you say about Roger Newsick? I mean, look at that pick on that back. That's incredible. He played violin, too, didn't he? Yes, I think he did. Yeah, he was quite a wizard. He wore capes and crazy outfits and was quite sexual. I mean, that is Portland, isn't it? That is Portland. Keep Portland weird. Freaky. Do you remember the new sick? Uh, not really. I do. Can I come in and see you? Can I come in and see you? <laughs> Where did you encounter him? I, I feel like we played more than one show with him. Or Probably the X-Ray. The X-Ray Cafe. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Sleater Kinney, then? It was, might have been. It might have been Heavens to Betsy. Yeah, I think Heavens to Betsy played with him. He also had a wireless guitar situation where he would walk around the whole audience. Bring it. Yes, bringing it. Thank you, Roger Newsick. Yeah, thanks, Roger Newsick. And lastly, lastly here, winding up, I have a gift for you, Carrie. Thank you. For a very important person in your life, and it's in this towel right here. Who could this be for? I, I have no idea. It could be for Fred. Could be for that's for Fred. It's for Fred. It's Captain Sensible from the Damned, who's one of his favorite bands. Yeah, could you please explain? He's been on tour with you, Captain Sensible. I mean, Fred. With Fred, yeah, he, yeah, he's played some shows with Fred. Uh, in the Ian Rubbish, Fred has a persona, musical persona called Ian Rubbish, who's like a aging British rock star and. One of the things that Fred gets to do is Ian Rubbish is play with some of his idols, like Steve Jones from the Sex Pistols and Captain Sensible from the Damned. And uh, he's met Mick Jones from Clash. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So you'll pass this on to him? Absolutely pass this on to him. Thank you so much. What has been handed out this particular Sleater Kenny tour? Has there been food? Have been given any food? Mm. Given any headaches? Baboom. There were a few bras thrown on stage. Yes, that's true. I feel like there was also some fudge. I ate some fudge. You eat fan food? I do. I totally do. Oh, we got cookies. And I made a joke that they were laced in acid and then ate them. And then pretended to be crazy. They 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 were fine. They were delicious. Our fans are really nice. They're totally amazing, including Elvira. Remember Elvira from Vancouver? She's in the Get Up video? Yes. She's like one of the amazing fans because Get Up vid, didn't you ask a whole bunch of fans to be in it? And she came all the way down from Vancouver. I just remember I was so excited. Elvira, she's in the video. That's great. Who have been coming out? If any of those fans would come out, they've been to like a lot of the gigs. What are the names? Like I'm at Elvira in Vancouver. What are, do you remember the names of any other in other cities? Yes, Janice Ordell Odrain came to both San Francisco and Portland, and she was in that video as well when she was pregnant with her first child. 
Well, thanks so much, Sleater Kinney, for helping to recreate our interview that we did in 1999 that people can check out on YouTube in a dune buggy. You've taken off the outfit to be put on in 16 years. Exactly. Anything else you want to tell the people out there at all? Thank you so much for having us, Canada. Why should people care about Sleater Kinney? Why should people care? You're sneaking into any more questions. Because we're jumpsuit stealers. <laughs> no, I will give you your jumpsuit back in a, maybe within the next 16 years. I can guarantee it. I sent mine back to you when I was moving. I, it was on my list of things to do. Mail to Nardwar. Well, thanks so much, Sleater Kinney. Keep on rocking in the free world and do 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 do
again, you're still listening to the Nardwar, the human serviette radio show. You just heard right there, Sleater Kinney with The Get Up. And before that, an interview with Sleater Kinney. Right now, going to play a few more related Sleater Kinney stuff. Going to play something by Calamity Jane. They're split seven inch with Rock and Rod and the Strychnines, and we're going to hear the song Strychnine. Sort of interesting because the Calamity Jane do Strychnine, named after Rock and Rod and the Strychnines, which is actually a Jerry Rosalie Sonics cover, and the band Rock and Rod and the Strychnines do Lady Jane, so they're paying homage to each other. And we're going to hear right here Calamity Jane with Strychnine, a Sonics cover. And of course, the Sonics did that split 7-inch with Mud Honey. I like it small. I played earlier on an Ardwar Human Serviette radio show. Then going to play something by Roger Nusick. Roger Newsick from Portland, Oregon, one of Janet from Sleater Kinney's favorite artists. We're going to play the track by Roger Newsick. Can I come in and see you? And be warned, listeners, this is Roger Newsick type music coming up very soon on an Artwarty Human Serviette radio show. So right now, here's Calamity Jane from a split 7-inch with Rock and Rod and the Strick Nines. Here's Calamity Jane doing Strick Nine on the Nardwar to Human Serviette Radio Show.
about a month ago, I came up into your office to see you. And you walked through the room with your long, long hair flowing, and your blue eyes bluing, and your pink lips pinking and pulsing. And oh, there I was riveted to my chair, and all I could do was watch you as you floated across the room with your undulating beauty. And now all I can think about is, can I come in and see you? Can I come in and see you? Can I come in and see you? Look at the purity. 
From Portland, Oregon, 1991, Roger Newsick with Can I Come In and See You. And before that, Calamity Jane with Strychnine. Right now, to end the Nardwarta Human Serviette radio show, thought it would take you for a little adventure, a princess adventure. Here is the perfect gift or personal memento. This long-playing live album contains all the -the on-the-spot actual sounds of shipboard fun and excitement, the real voices of captain, crew, and shipmates, the entertainers and their music captured forever for you in a priceless treasure, Disc of Princess Memories. Here recorded live, the ship's horn, a casino jackpot, the captain speaking, jackpot bingo, London pub night, nightlife entertainment, hello America, and so much more. This warm and deeply moving album is the ideal way to share your princess adventure with loved ones at home. So this is an actual LP that you would buy on your cruise ship that you signed up to go for from Princess Holidays, Princess Adventures. Take it home and play it for your friends. Actually recorded live on board the Island Princess, Pacific Princess, and the Sun Princess ships by Ray Angona and Don Stern. And of course, one of those princesses was the Love Boat. So basically, this is your inside track into what the Love Boat really was like in 1977, before it became the Love Boat. So right now, to end the Nardwarta Human Serviette Radio Show, going to play as much as I can of This Is Your Princess Adventure. Maybe we'll just uh, take this one out here. The Princess Adventure seems to have maybe hit some rocky, choppy whitecaps at the moment. So we're going to try her again right now and see if we can launch her back into space, back into the water. Here's Princess Adventure. Hopefully she's still sailing. Who are you? Oh, no, not that Princess Adventure. That was an adventure. That was a little bit of the Nardward Human Service Radio Show. Here we go. Another.
in the present we experience and enjoy. And tomorrow we remember, savoring again and again the memory's best treasures. Here once more is the gold of remembrance in sounds and songs. All the fun and the unforgettable people, the high drama of the open sea, and the exotic ports of call. This is your Princess Adventure. Now, as you enter the bustling Princess Terminal and prepare to embark, you can feel the excitement in the air. Your Princess Adventure is beginning. The towering superstructure of the majestic princess, pennants and flags snapping in the brisk sea breeze, looms above you as you say goodbye to friends at Pierside. Now you're crossing the gangway and are greeted warmly by smiling, smartly uniformed ship's company as the princess's official onboard photographer captures the moment. Oh, okay, that's going to be a nice shot. Lovely, thank you. Welcome to Princess Cruises. I kind of have a good time already. You are? Oh, that's good. In your cabin, your attentive steward welcomes you and your onboard guests. You can see how very much they'd love to be sailing with you as the all ashore is heard. This is the officer of the watch. Will all our visitors please go ashore now by the gangway situated on the port side of Riviera Deck. Thank you for visiting our ship. We hope you've enjoyed yourselves, and that in the future, you too will be making a voyage with Princess Cruises. Now the ship's whistle calls you and your more than 600 fellow passengers topside to watch your princess get underway. Mighty engines churn the water to a foam as white as the hundreds of handkerchiefs waving from deck rails and dockside. The high, sleek prow turns toward the ocean horizon, and cares are left behind with the receding coastline as the evening star invites you to the open sea. now being served in the Coral Dining Room. Ladies and gentlemen, buon appetito. Life on board your princess begins with new friends and attentive European service in the Continental Dining Room as your maitre d' and helpful waiters assist you in making your selections from the ship's sumptuous menu. After dinner, your personal exploration of the princess's many appealing attractions continues. First, you consult your copy of Princess Patter, the ship's daily published program of special day and nighttime events. You meet your cruise director and his staff, you look in on the reading room and library, you browse the ship's gift shop and boutique, and now an exciting encounter with Lady Luck in the seagoing casino. Watch out! Hey! Hope that was your jackpot. Nightlife aboard your princess appeals to every mood, as a wide variety of well-known name entertainers perform for your evening's pleasure. The Princess Cruises' first lady of song, 
Ladies and gentlemen, Beryl Davis! Feature motion pictures are yours to view every evening in the Princess Theater. And then socializing with newfound friends in the ship's elegant lounges and intimate bars. In a picture piece, a Tempting midnight buffets, and in the Starlight Lounge topside, dancing and dreaming into the morning's earliest hours. And right now, ladies and gentlemen, for your dancing pleasure, the marvelous sounds of Mario Kramer on the organ with the lovely Jeannie Applegate. Dance on, ladies and captain of your Princess Seagoing Resort is more than a man of the highest maritime qualifications. He's the respected leader of his staff of officers, crewmen, and entertainers. And from most passengers' point of view, he's the most socially sought-after individual aboard. Your captain's unique personal charm, warmth, and wit form an indelible memory of your princess adventure. It begins when you first meet your captain socially, face-to-face, -face, at the gala Captain's Cocktail Party, where your cruise director presents you to him personally. Dave Float, Captain Hannah. Hello there, Dennis Downs. Dennis Downs. Nice to meet you. Nice to have you with us. And this is Gerald Moore, sir. How are you doing? Nice to have you on board. Thank you. The More new friends are made as the high-spirited evening ripens. Now the festivities momentarily hush as the captain comes to the microphone. The man you all met at the door as you came in is now going to say a few words, so it is the captain's welcome aboard party. Let's have a nice welcome, please, for our captain. Well, ladies and gentlemen, 
I say, having met most of you at the door, I'd just like to welcome you officially on board on behalf of myself, the ship's company, and Princess Cruises. Enjoy yourself. Another major nightlife entertainment aboard your princess is one that only your resourceful entertainment staff could create. All the authentic hilarity and fun of London Pub Night. Welcome to London Pub Night in the Pacific Lounge. Welcome to London Pub Night. Right. Now, ladies and gentlemen, how many of you have actually been in an English pub? The ones that have been will know what I'm talking about. An English pub there is nothing quite like it anywhere else in the world. I think it's compounded of a roaring log fire in the winter, and plenty to drink, of course, and friendliness. So, ladies and gentlemen, we need you to raise the roof so you can, your voices are well oiled. So join us as we're going to do one or two of the old numbers to start ourselves off. Pack up your troubles in your old kit bag and smile, smile, smile. them on the first night and they are tremendous you saw them tonight and you're going to see them once more please welcome the fabulous Arden and Maisie yeah. Yeah. I just threw down from the eye of the sky I'm over the beat I'm over the tide the last six days I'm passing by don't know what Fun-filled romantic nights and leisurely days of sea, sky, and sun. Carefree hours with friends on deck, deepening that tan at poolside. Or competing in the princess's many sports tournaments. Shuffleboard, table tennis, pro golf lessons, and skeet shooting. Okay, that's fine. Gentlemen, move one more time. Let's see if a special favorite is your afternoon dance class, where social graces are enhanced by expert dance instruction on the latest steps. Basic cha-cha, ready, go,
foods from all over the world, glamorously presented on the Princess's beautiful keepsake menus. A different international dining theme every evening. All these, coupled with the culinary magic of your Princess's master chef, make dining a delight-filled succession of wonders. And I'll have the chicken and the uh, filet. mignon, medio well. I like mignon, yes. Thank you, signora. Late afternoons find the truly adventurous in the lounge with jackpot bingo. And I'm going to call out today 54 numbers. If it goes within 54 numbers or less on the blackout, it'll be worth, wait for it, $920, $920. The first number. Under the O, 7 and 4, almost there, 74. Under the B, on its own, number 7. Under the G, 4 and 9, 49. Been a lovely cruise, hasn't it? Oh. <laughs> Made them all jump, didn't it? <laughs> Just in case you've lost your concentration, the last, the last number was under the G, 4 and 9, 49. And as the cash jackpot grows, so does the tension and suspense until the inevitable, excited. Bingo on 26, round here, the lucky corner, I work. <laughs> Your princess may take you to many distant ports where the ways of the people and the lands they live in are exotically different from home. You may visit the sun-drenched islands of the Caribbean where the singers and dancers bring their native music and colorful costumes right on board to entertain you. Whether you've enjoyed the many moods of Mexico or marveled at the many natural wonders of Alaska with her majestic glaciers and captivating primitive arts, a real feel for the authentic lifestyle and lore of wherever you land is a fundamental part of your princess adventure. On your last night at sea, two unforgettable finale events. The captain's farewell dinner and presented by your princess's officers and entertainment staff, the spectacular musical show Hello, America! You're a grand old flag, you're a high-flying flag, and forever it seems they away. You're the emperor of a land I love, the home of the free and the brave. Every heart beats to and the red, white, and blue, where there's never a
sunrise finds your princess sailing into home harbor. Voyage found friends express their goodbyes over a leisurely last breakfast. On shore, loved ones anxiously await their first glimpse of you, the now seasoned sea traveler. You leave your cabin for the last time, and many marvelous memories accompany you to the gangway, where officers and entertainment staff, now friends too, wish you farewell. See you again, As your feet touch the solid shore of home, you take one last glance back at the now so familiar silhouette of your princess liner, and you seem to hear her personal farewell to you, and her whispered invitation to return again soon for another enchanting, unforgettable princess adventure.